0: Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Unruffled ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Strained peas and carrots, chicken fingers, or mac and cheese, they're convenient for your kids and yummy, I'm sure. But at the end of a hectic day, you deserve to reward yourself with something delicious and nutritious. I know, you're thinking, lovely idea, but who has the time or energy to cook? I get that. With Factor, that's F-A-C-T-O-R, you get restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prep, no cooking, and no cleanup. Always fresh, never frozen. There are over 35 options each week to choose from, including calorie smart, protein plus, keto, and more. They even have smoothies, wellness shots, and nutritious snacks. Plus, Factor meals are less expensive than takeout. So sign up, save, and treat yourself to the fine cuisine you deserve. Head to factormeals.com unruffled50 and use code unruffled50 to get 50% off. That's code unruffled50 at factormeals.com unruffled50 to get 50% off. Bon appétit. Like a lot of people I grew up loving music from classic Disney films. In fact my sisters and I used to perform plays for the neighborhood that were basically just us lip-syncing to Disney movie soundtracks. And when I was raising my own kids I found that music could be a wonderful cure for afternoon doldrums, interactive entertainment for car rides, or whenever I had work to do. One of my kids even learned to read from following along on songbooks. When the music was on, I'd usually find myself dancing away, singing along, and sometimes we'd all break into a goofy, impromptu dance party. Disney Junior Hits is the official music playlist for songs from your favorite Disney Junior shows, and now it's easier than ever to access them. Just search for Disney Junior Hits, available wherever you stream your music. Hi, this is Janet Lansbury. Welcome to Unruffled. Today, I'm going to be talking about tantrums. Now, tantrums, of course, are an uncomfortable experience for our child. Therefore, they're not a fun experience for us either. And it's really normal and understandable to want to fix them, talk children out of them, maybe even get angry at them for behaving like that. What I'm actually going to offer in this podcast is a way to approach tantrums with less fear and less discomfort on our part and more understanding and connection. I'm going to frame this discussion around a question that I received on Facebook. Okay, here's the question that I received on Facebook. My daughter is 19 months, and I feel I am confident when it comes to setting limits and boundaries. What I don't feel confident with is when to acknowledge feelings so she feels heard. For example, me asking her to give me something I don't want her to have. She may throw herself on the ground and scream with displeasure, and it's then that I'm not sure what to do. She's loud, so she can't hear me, although I've tried to acknowledge feelings at this time. I can't hear myself over her scream, let alone her hearing me, and it appears that she doesn't want to be held. In that moment, I feel disconnected from her. I would love some guidance on what to do in that moment and the moments following. That is, when to acknowledge feelings. Okay, so first, it's wonderful that this parent says she feels confident when it comes to setting limits and boundaries. That's cool. And she says, what I don't feel confident with is when to acknowledge the feelings so she feels hurt.: Yes, so part of setting boundaries is that we're doing our part to limit our child, or, you know, help them to do what we need them to do. At the same time, our child has the right to object, maybe very strongly, and part of being able to handle boundaries with confidence and in a healthy manner, in a respectful manner, is that we actually welcome our child to share their displeasure with our boundaries. In this case, the parent says she's asked her child to give her something that she didn't want the child to have. Can you please give me that? That's not safe. And then her child throws herself on the ground and screams with displeasure. This is what's commonly called a tantrum. And it's actually a physiological response that gets triggered. And it's safe for a child to go to these places. It's very normal for a toddler, especially, to have these tantrums. And they're not just about what happened in that moment. That's really important to know. It's not about that one thing that you didn't want her to have. That was a tipping point. For her to express a whole bundle of toddler frustration, angst, fear, all these conflicting feelings that toddlers walk around with in this rapidly changing time of their life. They're developing so quickly, and so they have a lot of intense feelings, and they have low self-control. So much more easily than an older child would or an adult, they get tipped over into that physiological tantrum response. And even if we don't believe that our child has gone all the way into a physiological dysregulation, we still want to trust. Trust that it's safe for our child to offload these feelings and go to these places. That doesn't mean it's easy for us to do that, but that's the goal. Not that we're going to love these moments, but we're going to work towards a place of more trust it's safe. It's okay for our child to go there. And for us to let them, it's all going to be okay. This too shall pass. This parent has the right attitude in that she wants to acknowledge her child and she wants to connect with her. And that acknowledging and connecting has to start with our trust. Oftentimes, it's us, it's the parent that really, really wants to connect because. No matter what they're they're feeling, if we sense they're feeling something difficult or negative, we want to connect. We want them to know that we love them and we want to make it all better. Or maybe even that we're sorry. We're the ones that can feel so disconnected when our child is upset or having a tantrum response. I believe in this case, and this is something I often see and I remember feeling, by the way, and I actually still feel this with my children, even though they're adults now, that we are the ones that want so much to connect. But our child is saying in this moment, or showing, that they actually don't need to connect as much as they need to express and feel safe to do so. And sometimes expressing and connecting, they don't go together in the way that we want them to. It doesn't happen where we get to be hugging and all cozy with our child, doing those nurturing parent things. But it does happen that we can connect when children are throwing themselves on the floor and yelling or screaming. And the best way to connect during that kind of episode is to trust, to let those feelings be. Know that they have a beginning, middle, and an end. Work on relaxing our bodies, accepting where our child is, and that they're doing something healthy That we're allowing them to do. When we're doing this, we're being a great parent in that moment. This isn't easy stuff to see children go through. And that's why this is a prime parenting moment to try to embrace this figuratively, letting our child have those feelings and trusting. And then when our child's done, when she can hear us, that's when I would say, wow, you really didn't like that. I wouldn't say you're upset over whatever. I would just say what I know for sure, which is that she didn't like what I did. She didn't like that I didn't want her to have that phone or whatever it was. You really wanted that. You didn't want me to take that away. And what that might do is actually open the door for her to express even more, especially if we're saying it from that place of trust. So if she expresses more after that, if she says, I don't like you, like an older child might say, or you're a bad mommy, or something like that. At 19 months, she's probably not going to say that, but she might try to hit you or push you away. There, she's sharing more about how mad she is. So don't let her hit you or push you away, but let her go on as long as she needs to with this and try to be patient that it will pass. Accepting and acknowledging feelings can't have an ending point that we decide. It can't be, well, this is how much I'm comfortable with, and now I need to stop you. I need to hug you. I need to calm you down. Really, we have to go all the way because for children, it's all or nothing in the freedom they feel and the safety they feel to be able to express themselves and to be able to finish the tantrum. And so I would let her go all the way. I would trust that whatever's in there needs to come out. We haven't created this by taking that thing away from her. We have to remember that because it can be easy to get caught up in, oh, I did something wrong, or maybe I should give her something else, or you know, focusing on those specifics, which are very rarely what this is actually about, especially if a child has that kind of overblown reaction or physical response. So we haven't done anything wrong. In fact, we're doing everything right by letting this happen. It's so important to keep reminding ourselves of this because everything in us is going to be telling us that we've made our child upset and we're terrible parents and everything's awful. The opposite is true in these moments. We're being heroic. We're being incredible. We're connecting with our child in what I believe is the most profound way, which is this message that... Your feelings are all safe and okay with me. All to the end, to the depths, they're okay with me. So I wouldn't worry about the words to say, especially as this parent noticed, she can't really talk to her when her child is in the middle of it, screaming or yelling. So don't try to do that. Instead, focus on your physical body, letting your shoulders drop, relaxing, breathing. In one of my posts, Tantrums and Meltdowns, My Secret to Staying Calm When My Kids Aren't. It's also in my book, No Bad Kids. I used to imagine that I had this shield over me so that I could, I could be present without letting those feelings get inside me and make me feel terrible. Maybe there's imagery like that that could help you, but really that's our whole job. Let it be. As this mother says, it appears she doesn't want to be held. This parent is very attuned. So trust that. And consider when we're angry at somebody, do we want them to come over and try to hug us? Doesn't that feel like they're trying to hug us out of it? We just want to be angry at them and express it, right? And as parents, as the primary caregiver, we are going to get the brunt of it. We're going to get the hard stuff. And this is that backhanded compliment, right? It means we're doing our job. It means we're being the safe person and we're giving her the relationship that she needs to feel safe to express these hard feelings, to go all the way with her feelings. So in that moment, this mother says, I feel disconnected from her. Yes, I get that. We feel disconnected, but that's okay. We don't have to connect with her in this way that we think, in this way that looks so cozy and nice. We actually are connecting with her. And so it's the way that we perceive connecting, letting a person be themselves, be where they are. That's so affirming. And that's connecting. And while she's screaming, we're giving her these messages. I don't desert you. I'm not so uncomfortable with your feelings that I'm going to stop you or fix you. I'm okay with them and therefore you can be okay with them and you can go to these dark places in yourself. These are safe places for you to go. Do you know how powerful that is? Do you know how many of us didn't get that message and how important it is? I have great memories of Easter with my family. There were elaborate festive meals, coloring eggs, baskets of goodies nestled in that green plastic grass, elaborate hunts for treats, stuffed animals, and plastic eggs filled with little surprises. It was great fun and a great deal of work, especially for my mother. And inevitably, we'd forget something crucial or we'd have unexpected guests. These days, DoorDash has you covered. DoorDash has everything you need for Easter all in one app brunch or dinner groceries, flowers, basket, making materials, eggs, of course, food coloring, basically everything you need for a fantastic Easter, all delivered right to your door. Use code UNRUFFLED to get 50% off up to $10 when you spend $15 or more on your next convenience, grocery, or retail order on DoorDash. That's promo code UNRUFFLED. Order using DoorDash today. term supply. It's easy for us to feel happy and content when things are always going well, but to be able to be okay and know that we are going to be okay when things aren't going well, knowing that we can handle everything that's thrown our way, that's true happiness. And that's the message that most of us want our children to have. You can handle these feelings with my support. So these are some of the important, huge messages this parent is giving her child. And that's connecting. It's not the way most of us see connecting, but the way that it really is with toddlers. Letting them feel bad with us, letting them be mad at us. And if you can't be there and stop everything while your child is having a tantrum or feelings about something that's happened, a boundary that you've set, maybe you have another child, maybe you have several other children, We can still be in that acceptance, compassionate mode, knowing that that little, maybe ridiculous-seeming thing that our child seemed to be reacting to was just the tip of the iceberg and that these feelings are real. They're real for our child in this moment. We can go and come back or even accept them through a closed door if, let's say, we had to do something with the baby. We can still be accepting and trusting and caring when we're not face-to-face with our child. It's about this tone that we're setting through our perceptions of what they're going through. It's not this thing they're throwing at us to manipulate. It's this deeper set of feelings getting tipped off or this physiological reaction. They can't help that, right? So don't feel that you can't do this. If you have several children or the inability to stop for those moments, I mean, obviously that's ideal, but if we can't, we can't. And then, as in this parent's case, when the feelings have passed and and your child can hear you, she's calmer, that's when I would say something simple, wow, that was really upsetting for you, you did not like that. And that's it, that's all we have to say and being available if she wants to hug. Being open to that, but not trying to push for it. That's the hard challenge, right? And like I said, these are prime parenting moments. So I would try to embrace them. And every time you do, kudos to you. It sounds like this parent is already doing a lot of this. So just keep going. I really hope this helps. And I want to remind everyone that both of my books are available on audio at Audible.com. No Bad Kids: Toddler Discipline Without Shame, and Elevating Childcare: A Guide to Respectful Parenting. They're also in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Apple.com. Thanks so much for listening. We can do this. If you like Unruffled, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip...